This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao on the last WWP live stream of 2020. Medyo maaga yung break natin this, week, uh, this year kasi Podcast Network Asia people, they need to take a break as well. Syempre, we all need kami. a break. We all need a break <laughs> from the year, from oh, yeah, the general. We mm-hmm. all need it. But okay, programming notes muna. So it's our last live stream for the year. So yung TLC review, that will be recorded. Lalabas yan next week right before Christmas. Yun yung pamasko namin. And then yung annual Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Year End Awards. Yung the 13th month. That will be right before uh, 2020 officially ends. So yeah. And Shepard, we have Wrestle Kingdom uh, predictions then on that episode. Mm-hmm. So yun, uh, we're going to squeeze everything as much as we can. natin on Kumu and on Facebook Live. But for, for everything else, you know, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. Alright? So, ano unahin natin for this week? Uh, you want to start with news? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. We've got to build, right. build them up to the main event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shempre main event natin TLC predictions. By the way, um, open your comment section natin. Eh? So if you guys want to comment sa Kumu, sa Facebook Live, go lang. Mamaya is in a row in China. They'll try their best to um to look through your comments natin. Okay, let's start off with your news that came out no Monday. Now big men like Keith Lee, Otis, Mace, and Omos are being sent down to the PC to to do extra work. Cause they're going to be prepared for their pushes and. There was a match on Raw this week that was changed from a singles match to a handicap match. I think in yung Miz and Morrison versus Keith Lee, diba? Yeah. Yes. Yep, that's pretty much it. The news on this is pretty conflicting. Others will say that it's to prepare them for pushes. Other sources will say that Vince didn't like their big man work. Uh, it's interesting to note because a lot of people will complain, uh, especially when you have someone like Keith Lee, who's really, really good, best big man they have right now. And then, siempre, uh, he needs work, pala. I think it's fair to say that in his case, and probably Otis's case, uh, they're not saying that they don't know how to wrestle. It's more like Vince McMahon and probably Bruce Pritchard have an idea of how big men should work, and Keith Lee jumping around and being all agile and stuff isn't fitting that mold. Although others, other sources will also say that nadawit ng si Keith Lee in that group of people who need to go down and get some work done. It's true, though. Uh, a lot of the other guys need some work done. Dabakato and Omos need work done. Uh, Mace, from what I've seen in that match against Ricochet on Raw, he was pretty good. So I don't know 
Uh, what else? What other work needs to be done? Obviously, we haven't seen him wrestle that much on Raw and on NXT then back when he was still on NXT. So the jury's out on that one. But I think as a whole, it's not inherently bad, the idea of them needing to go back down to the performance center and you know getting some training in. Because in professional sports, you got your top, your, your top athletes uh, on teams still training. It's not like they stop training and drilling uh, whenever they don't have games. So it's not technically bad. It's just that I guess some people will be offended by the fact that Keith Lee apparently needs to get some work done. Now, according to conflicting reports like Ro brought up, there are some that say that Vince McMahon actually threw a fit backstage yeah, uh, after he saw that these guys were wrestling in a way he wasn't used to. And Vince is the guy who also discovered Andre the Giant, right? So he has uh, a preset notion or idea on how a big man, on how a hoss, quote unquote, is supposed to move in the ring, right? Big Show, Kane, all these guys, right? So the one exception would be The Undertaker because he does die yeah. from time to time. But still, in the mold of the big man wrestler, he has a preset idea on what they're supposed to do. Keith Lee doesn't necessarily fit, fit that mold. Because he does a lot of spots that are high flying. He does moonsaults. And while that may be good for a lot of the audiences that watch wrestling because it's something different, it doesn't necessarily fit with the mold. And it's a little, it's a little disappointing that he's not that open to, to such a prospect because... The things that he can do in the ring just open up more opportunities for somebody like Keith Lee. Now, that said, it also goes back to the very beginning of his career where they changed everything from his look to his music and basically everything that it has to do with Keith Lee being Keith Lee. And like Rose said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I feel like it. a lot of people can always use the work. So if you are a Keith Lee fan, you shouldn't necessarily feel disappointed or insulted by, by this move, but then at the same time, you're going to have to prepare yourself for a lot of changes coming the way. Yeah, um, in line with that, I want to segue a little bit to AEW because a few days ago, um, there was also some news or some rumors um, surrounding Jim Ross and comments he made on his podcast. So the comment niya is yung, uh, typical comment that you'd hear from a veteran. Um, especially concerning the way that uh, the wrestling industry is headed these days. Um, you're all familiar with that spot, the banana, kukumpulan yung mga tao, and then there's somebody who's going to jump off um, to the outside. We've seen that abroad, we've seen that locally. Como na como na siya. And lalanay mga multi man uh, matches, um, chances are that spot will be written in that match. Now, you Jim Ross spoke spot. up. A- <laughs> Yes, I, I have been involved in that spot. You have been in, involved in that spot as well. <laughs> so guilty din tayo dun. We've been involved there. So Jim Ross called that out and Brandon Cutler of AEW responded. Um, hindi natin alam if he was upset with the criticism or if he turned it into a joke para promote yung 7-on-7 match na dapat nangyari sa Dynamite. Na nangyari, Wardlow was pulled out because of a family issue. Um, I think he lost a family member. And dahil uh, magiging imbalance yung, yung face and heel sides, Brandon Cutler was taken out because three tag teams din naman yung mga partners niya. So let's, uh, I, I don't want to read too much into it, pero very telling your response ni, was that Dax or Cash? Dax uh, on Dax. Twitter. Yeah, it was Dax Harwood. Uh, he said, and I quote, Imagine not listening to criticism from the men and women who have shaped our profession and paved a road that allows you to make a living today, all because they hurt your feelings. So um, that tweet really stood out to me because I really hate it when people don't take criticism well. 
Lalo na when it's constructive criticism from a veteran. Kasi tama naman yung pinanggagalingan ni JR. Like, I actually agree with JR here when he calls that out. Because I recognize that, yeah, even in the local scene, I've been guilty of being part of those very spots. Um, okay, what, what do you guys think about um, this whole Brandon Cutler and Jim Ross uh, um, situation? There is actually another aspect of that story that you did not mention. Um, there is apparently simmering tension backstage to AEW about how JR would uh, go so far as to publicly criticize young, the young people, the young wrestlers on AEW's roster on his podcast, saying that um, maybe sana, ano, these criticisms could be done in private, not putting them on blast, which is kind of agreeable than man like it makes sense but on the other hand i kind of get that jr's podcast is also a medium for him to share his knowledge and that's naturally going to come up uh lance storm actually comes up with a pretty good tweet about this from the other day saying that uh or i think it was an interview he did he said that while yes it's good or it's understandable to criticize wrestlers parang it should be done in a way that doesn't belittle them that it that doesn't um doesn't make them make or invalidate their work or experience which is also true uh i guess it's also in the communication talaga how these criticisms are communicated and relayed to the younger wrestlers okay you know, Chino, what do you think about this I, I, okay i don't actually know what jr said uh per se uh, but uh, on the topic of taking criticism, um, I feel like this whole thing is really just uh, an older generation versus the younger generation. And it's butting heads because people do things differently depending on where and how, when they grew up. Right? Jim Roth feels comfortable doing that, calling people out, talking to them out in the open because he grew up, he was just used to it. Right? That's how he was treated. That's how he conducts himself. And he's been in the business for a long time. So it's nothing new to him. However, there are other people, especially who, those who are just starting to work with JR now, but like a Brandon Cutler or any of the newer wrestlers on AEW who feel differently about this because they're from a different generation. I'm not trying to okay boomer anybody here. Okay, What I'm trying to get at is there's always going to be differences when it comes to how you're, you're treated. And in a in a company as big as AEW, you're just gonna have to learn how to get along with one another. Say what I you're still part of the same team, essentially. Not choice. So, uh, you you won't okay boomer it, but I will. Uh, I think the my biggest problem with what JR said, uh, he also mentioned something. He, he, it wasn't the diving spot that he just called out. He also he also called out how the super kick and the DDT isn't protected anymore as finishers. And my biggest problem with that is that he literally did not, or literally did not want to be open-minded about how the f- business has evolved. And to me, uh, if you if you hang on to that stuff from all those generations ago, you're just gonna get left behind. Uh, I hope that I never become that close-minded if I ever get old, if I ever get to a point where. Uh, uh, I am a some sort of sage veteran in the business, if ever that even happens. 
I just I just want to uh it, it parang to me it's it's really sucks that he wouldn't be open to the idea that okay maybe the finishers you did before just aren't big just aren't big deals now like uh, maybe a super kick just isn't gonna finish a guy off now. Like I've taken a kick to the head in taekwondo, and it didn't put me down. It didn't put me down uh, long enough for a three count. So that that is kind of realistic there. I just wish that they would let go of the past, but it's really hard for them because I mean, it's, yeah, I, I imagine it's hard for a lot of people to uh, embrace newer things. Sorry, sorry. Can I just say quickly? Granted that that is a concern that was raised, fine. But there are still ways that you can take certain things as criticism, really. It's like it's always just a matter of how you look at it. To me, yeah. um, You you mentioned criticism, de Bacino, and um, I'm 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 gonna go uh go stray a bit, I guess, from where you and Ro um where you and Ro took the discussion. Ang sakinaman is. Uh, a subtweet like that from Brandon Cutler gives me the vibe na parang napaka um, non-receptive niya to criticism. And I understand yung point of view. And I, we, we've seen this about from the wrestling industry where wrestlers will, will say na unless you've taken a bump or unless you're in the business, you cannot criticize. And I, I, I'm not saying that Brandon Cutler has this point of view. Na hindi nire-reject yung criticism ni JR dahil hindi wrestler si JR. Pero si JR, veteran niya ng wrestling industry. Kahit sabihin mo, hindi siya ever nag-bump, di ba? He's been in the business longer than Braden Cutler has been alive. So, um, I, I'd like to think na if JR calls out, kunwari yung spot na yun na nagkukumpulan nga yung mga wrestler, tapos meron magda-dive to the outside, and he thinks na ridiculous yun or nonsensical in the context of kayfabe, and um, kung younger wrestler ka at affected ka, guilty ka, di ba? So parang, bakit mo i-reject yung criticism okay boomer mo just because you think na I'm the I'm the one who's working right now. Magaling na ako. Hindi ko kailangan ng feedback from you, old man. You know, ako personally, you know, gusto kong labanan na, na point of view. Like, um, I I, I want to combat that, especially among young people, um, among our generation, because I'd like to think now we can learn parin from those who came before us. If I were in oh. Brandon Cutler's situation, I'd love to sit under Jr's learning tree. But that's oh, I me. agree. That- yeah, I, I agree totally. Um, that's Essentially, what I was trying to get at here in a lot fewer words. But there are people who feel like just because they're doing the wrestling now doesn't mean people like JR know what they're talking about. It's essentially that. I'm yeah. not saying yeah. that I'm not saying that criticisms are bad. Uh, if I get to learn from someone better than me, I will. I will do that. But I think it's also worth saying that not all sage advice should be applied. Like you also get to pick. Uh, what to apply. And Landstorm also brings this up. Like, Landstorm is actually advocating for a meeting between the two worlds, like from the old school and the new school. Um, because he is, he, uh, he has observed that new stuff will fly with audiences today. Older stuff will fly as well. But newer ideas and newer philosophies also work. So just because these newer philosophies work uh, doesn't mean... Or parang, I don't know. It's 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 more of these things don't cancel each other out immediately. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's always a matter of synthesizing these two philosophies and figuring out the best thing. Like I, I Just, I'm not an advocate. I'm not an advocate of applying everything you're told. 
you I think I, I also advocate for finding your own way and finding what works, even though it's not what they told you is what would work, right? Yeah, I, I think that's totally fair. I think just to wrap uh, this particular talk point up, no, I think it's funny that the young bucks have actually become the embodiment of this new school philosophy when you think about it. But the young bucks are actually super veterans studying at this point in their careers. Now, yeah. just give them a few years, they'll be the old school now. So it's really <laughs> funny how 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 far we've come along in you know in time and the uh, longevity of the young bucks. But anyway, we digress. Uh, we're going to get to some shout-outs, and we're going to get to more of your wrestling news in a bit. But first, we got to let you know that your online shopping can actually help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And one way for you to do that, if you're still Christmas shopping, is by clicking on our affiliate link on Lazada before you check out on the app. So our affiliate link is tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Click that. It'll take you straight to the app. So please use the app, not the website. And every item that you check out and that gets delivered to your doorstep gives us and PNA a small commission to keep things running, especially as we head into 2021. All right, now uh, let's take a quick break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. If true crime is your thing, check out a killer new podcast, The Last 24 Hours, where we examine gruesome true stories of murder here and around the world season one coming soon on spotify apple podcasts and all other podcast platforms let's get to some shout outs before we get to our next news bit saying what's up to jambo over on the facebook live page thank you for joining us hi to bruce to uncle al and to lance thank you very much uh Chino, who's uh, already with us all right so saying what's up to a newbie carlson cullen who says first of all hello and sabi he agrees with you stan criticisms are part of being in the wrestling business i feel like that's not a business make criticism yeah it's not exclusive to just wrestling. Saying what's up also to Kyle, who sent us his second Halo Halo of the day. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. Kyle, si Kyle thanks, Kyle. Papa gifts, guys. Gifts to the if you feel so inclined. Also, saying what's up to Ralphie, Jumbo Roll, and Gino Alcantara. Hello to all of you on Kuhn. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us. Parang Christmas party na rin natin to as a wrestling wrestling podcast. <laughs> Kasi next live stream that. natin January na, eh, diba? After yeah. Wrestle Kingdom na. Okay, other news that came out this week. Um, people were actually waiting for Raw to happen because people were waiting with bated breath to see kung paano nilatatapatan yung impact in AEW crossover. And the Raw that we got, um, well, it was the lowest rated Raw ever. Partly because of NFL, uh, partly because of yung mga reactionary booking decisions that management has been doing. Um, I personally na turned off also Raw this week because I saw yung Mohani Jackson Riker. Uh, which is really, really, um, just really upsetting. I, it, it blows my mind na nakita na ng WWE that AEW and Impact have um, teamed up and are collaborating, and yet WWE is still doing the same old shtick, and they're underutilizing a lot of their talent when they have a three-hour show na pwede naman nila space out lahat ng mga ganap nila. Right, so let me correct yeah. you there by saying that your reactionary decisions to be made are actually... As a as or caused by the low rating, so it's not because it's not it hasn't happened yet. Basically, 
is what I'm trying to be to fair. Say. It's always been reactionary. Like the yeah, yeah, well, has fair, always yes, been reactionary. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, yes, okay. But that being said, pertinent news comes from PWI, who says the WWE writers put out a list of underutilized talent. So you have guys like Cesaro, Carmella, Chad Gable, Peyton Royce, mga underutilized guys na nila to. So this might actually mean a push for a lot of these underutilized talents. Diba? This might actually mean a lot of big changes. Or it could mean uh, uh, bad shakeup again, like what, what we have way what what we had with retribution. Diba? Hopefully, hopefully it's something better than retribution. They are feeling a that's like the low point of 2020 as far as Raw is concerned. So I I I feel like as much as I love the WWE, there's just times where you lose interest. And unfortunately, this part of the year uh, has been one of those occasions. Every year, no man, every year this time yeah. of the year, you know, major boring talaga. Uh, that's true. That's actually true. But uh, I mean... AEW and Impact are turning it up. So I think you should rest, go, I mean, get up from your laurels. But my problem with the whole reactionary booking thing and the whole frustration with the low ratings thing is that if you are failing and then you're still turning to the same people for ideas, then you're not really going to change much. Because if your well of ideas is still Vince McMahon and probably Bruce Pritchard, then we're still going to see more of the same thing. I think you should really start listening to the people who are wa- or who are not watching the show or who are uh, dissatisfied with this show and find or do the things that they would like to see. Because at this point, everyone else is creating more excitement than you are. And if you are, if you are failing to see that, then you are probably not the best person to turn to at all. Yeah, just look at the way they're booking Drew McIntyre. They've booked him to a point where he's become a boring babyface champion. Now, the most interesting thing about him now is yung Scottish garb and that thing he does with the Claymore in his entrance. Whenever he cuts a promo, inantok ako, and it, it's really sad because I know Drew McIntyre can be a compelling character. Instead, he's reduced to see what I did there. Parang parang naging non not cool uncle, and he's only thirty three or thirty four. <laughs> So dun palang yeah. uh, the the booking is so problematic. Yeah, Cena is a Cena is a better carny face champion. I would I think. Uh, no, it's really sad because um, the main problem I see with Raw is that they have this whole three hours, but they feature the same people and the same matchups. And of course, if you are presenting that to everyone, then Shepard people are gonna tune out. Um, what AEW and what NXT does well is that they manage to put everyone on their roster on the show might not always work, but the whole novelty of seeing other guys on TV really works out for everyone, uh, especially those who need a break from the limelight. Tina, any thoughts before we get to uh, the next one? Uh, it's, um, uh, actually, I've actually said, sorry, I'm a little out, but I've, I've actually said what I wanted to say about this topic. <laughs> for As far as AEW is concerned, they don't always pull it off well. Um, yeah. It's, but it's always a more balanced pro- product, right? especially since they only have two hours. Right? So in those two hours, even if it's not all wrestling. No, means yeah. it's bad. Like uh, last week's Dynamite, sobrang dami nangyari na parang, dude, just pick one thing or pick one yes. story. Yes. So it, you it, rather, it can also go bad. But you, would you rather have that versus what, ha- what is happening on Raw now? Definitely. 
I'd rather diba? take that with the risk of, of uh, over-bloating diba? an episode. Diba? Exactly. So it's just a matter of time management, I guess you could call it. It's a matter yeah. of trying to utilize the three hours to its full potential. Because eh, you can easily throw out uh, an hour and a half from the whole mm-hmm. raw product. Eh, diba? Kasi they keep just using the same five or ten guys in that same circle. Diba? Like now, apparently now, Lana is out of the picture in terms of the women's tag team the match. Uh, she's been taken off TV, and nobody knows why. So why is again? It's just a matter of just bad decision making behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. Uh, last bit of news before we get into Impact. Uh, let's talk about NXT India. So that was announced just a few days ago, and um, what they're gonna do starting January is they'll be filming in the US. So this a PC with young Indian talents of WWE. The India PC will be launched by 2022, reportedly. And Ibaparauto from NXT Asia. So I think this is one of the reasons why Indushare is no longer on NXT. I think they're being transferred over to um, NXT India, which is why Malcolm Bivens is now out uh, recruiting Tyler Rust. So I'm excited for the prospect of NXT India just because of the mere idea of representation. Well, and if NXT India is different from NXT Asia, despite India being part of Asia, then I don't think that is the place where the Southeast Asian wrestlers are going to be. Especially now uh, when the filming is still relegated to the U.S. Performance Center. So, habang wala pa silang performance centers in India, I don't think we're going to see any of our guys anytime soon, any of our neighbors anytime soon. But uh, I am pretty excited for NXT Asia if that's ever going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be in Japan or in China or ever have you. But India is a good first step. Uh, India is a huge, huge market for WWE. They love them. They're WWE over there. And good, uh, good on them to take advantage of that. So, But if I were them, though, I would just you know put Asia in India and so, have it be like that. So by NXT Asia, pa. Yeah, apparently. Uh, okay, okay. So that's interesting because the reason they signed all these Indian talent, the Barcelona, Kavita Devi, the Indu Share, and all of them, was because they wanted to actually have foothold in an Indian market, which is something that they only had with the great Kali. And so, gender. And gender. Okay, but he's Canadian. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if anything, it's a good first step for all of them, the right? because it gives shines a light on talent from both from India and who are of Indian heritage. Jinder Mahal, he's not on TV anymore. Right? Maybe he can drop by India. Yeah, or See, maybe he could be the cornerstone of NXT right? India. Exactly. exactly. Or the the Bollywood boys. Maybe they might take a spin out in NXT India as well. Also, India is a lot closer than Florida. So even if the guys from Southeast Asia aren't going to stay in India, I'm pretty sure they're going to make their way out there. As part of like a stepping stone. Because long-term goal naman do is NXT Asia isn't going to happen overnight or over the first year, even. Diba? So it might happen in the next five years for all we know. And as part of that, maybe the guys and girls from the Asian scene might make their way there first. So yeah, who knows? Maybe well, you know how it actually all plays out. But I'm glad that the Asian market, especially in our part of the world, is actually expanding a little bit more. Yeah, overall good news, Samanto, and it's a it's a welcome development. So let's see how this uh, plays out. Now let's go to Impact, and uh, we're com- coming off a final resolution which happened over the weekend, and two big things happened at that show. First, 
uh, nag-reunite na yung Bullet Club, at least Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. So um, uh, Luke Gallows or Doc Gallows came back on this week's Impact and uh, the three of them challenged Rich Swan in the Motor City Machine Guns for Hard to Kill in January. So I am, I'm not, I'm not super updated with Impact. I've only really watched yung last two episodes. But now I'm excited for an Impact pay-per-view just because of Kenny, Carl uh, Anderson, and uh, Doc Gallows all coming together again. So what do you guys think about this one? Sorry, they weren't beating or remember when we were predicting what Kenny Omega would actually do? Yeah. And we said that it might take a while before he interacts with, with everybody else. They're actually throwing him in the deep end now with, with this bullet club reunion. Right? They're actually cashing in that check right now. Because they know bullet club to OG store. So they're, they're putting him right in that scene right now. And what might end up happening is sooner rather than later, he faces Rishwan for the Impact title. Right? So that's, again, another good move on their booking decisions. Because it same, it makes him the star that he is. But he's treated in a special way. He only gets the big name matches. He only faces top tier talent. He's not going to waste time with lower card wrestlers he, because he is the AEW world champion. So, I'm going to take that booking wise. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head by saying uh, uh, they really threw him in the deep end. And it's a good thing because I really thought that they would take forever. It was going to be a slow burn. But they're really rushing by uh, capitalizing the Bullet Club's uh, popularity in all of wrestling. And by putting him up against what should be the top of Impact's homegrown talent. So, okay na na dun. Um, it's uh, it's a first time I think that I've been excited for a trios match in quite a long time I think so yeah. I can't wait to see that uh, Rich Swan is definitely gonna get a match with Kenny Omega because he is part of that six man and of course the natural progression of that is uh, a world championship match one day so especially um, especially yeah. since after last week's impact Rich Swan wasn't even allowed to go into the party lot. Because they didn't bus the Kenny Omega, so there's a. Already... But at least none of face to face sila. Oh, at least there's no friction, na, de ba? Kaya papan. Nakasapa ka nang ay. The seeds have been planted, and it's going to be beautiful to watch. For sure, for sure. Uh, another another thing that happened at uh, Final Resolution was two time guest of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, TJP, is now the new X Division Champion um, as his manic gimmick. So, eto naman. Um, it, it's a it's a funny story in the sense that we all know TJP is manic, pero yung uh, like everybody's uh, like they're they're denying it on screen and all that. Uh, TJ himself has tweeted as manic on his mega TJP Twitter, so you know um, it, it's pretty obvious to anyone. He also posted manic holding the title on his Instagram, so I don't know how much more obvious you can get with that. But right, even the tattoos, about, like Josh Matthews yeah. is like calling it out and stuff. Like it's that's actually, a story. It's actually pretty funny because uh, from a few weeks ago, uh, actually a little over a month ago, see Rohit Raju, the champion that he beat, had an open challenge. One of his challengers was TJP, and on the very last match, TJ TJP had asked TJP. There was a stipulation that said that if TJP loses, he can no longer challenge as long as Rohit is champion. So fine, Natalia siya, he followed the rules. A few weeks later, suicide comes out. Siyempre, alam natin na si TJP din yun, di ba? Because the week before that, Scott Devore, Impact uh, Head Honcho, was actually more than implying. He was very being very blunt 
by talking to TJP and saying, maybe you know somebody that can come back and beat Rohit for the title. Maybe you know you have a friend, you have two friends. He was being very obvious with this. And it's just pretty funny how there weren't even subtle with this with this gimmick, with this, with this uh swerve. So it's just it's just very funny how it took all this while to just bring that manic. It's it's just the silliest impact, most impact thing ever. Hey, thanks, Neil. Uh, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really have much thoughts on this. Like, okay, right, good for him. They they gave him the exhibition championship. I don't know who else could uh, take it from him. Uh, I want Chris Bay, but Chris Bay is also challenging for the world championship. Yeah, he's in the main event picture. Yeah. Yung masasabi ko lang siguro about the storyline is mas entertaining siya siguro kapag may fans or kapag may taong yeah, nag-interact talaga tapos tumatawa. Kasi ngayon parang, yeah, I get the humor. And yeah, it's a bit ha-ha-ha. Yeah, that, that's kind of funny. It just falls a little bit flat kasi nga they're doing it in front of no crowds. It's so, funny how you brought that up because diba, I mentioned suicide comes up. Uh, to face Rohit Raju for the title. It wasn't TJP under the mask. It was actually Crazy Steve dressed yeah, as yeah, suicide. So that also would have worked better had there been uh, people in the crowd. But there are a lot of things that Impact Wrestling is actually doing very well that would have worked a lot better had people actually been there. Because it's a the effect. Forgive the pun, the impact of the moments. <laughs> Eh, wala. Nandiyan si Ane, si Miss Rona. So, you know, biggest heel of uh, the year for sure. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the biggest blanks of the year, we've got the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast year-end awards, by the way. So that's happening towards the end of 2020. That's our last episode of the year. And we're going to be releasing that alongside the Wrestle Kingdom predictions natin. So, um, stay tuned for that. And if you have any suggestions, um, if you remember mga categories natin, we've got stuff like um, match of the year, story of the year, promo of the year, male and female wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, and a bunch of other minor categories. So it, it, it's our way of humoring ourselves as well after a long year. So uh, if you have any suggestions, you can send them our way. Hit us up on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod, at Roiswar, at underscore Stancy, and at Chino Supersized. Okay, um, before Chino comes back from break, let's set the table first. We're on our way towards TLC predictions. Last uh, pay-per-view of the year. And um, ilang matches pa to? Six matches on the card so far. Six parang wala pang na-announce so na. Ano. Yeah, parang wala pang na-announce na pre-show match. And we already have two TLC matches. <laughs> um, out of six matches on a card... <laughs> Dadalawa na dun ang TLC. So do you want to address this first, yung match fatigue? Kasi we talked about it ng War Games. I think we talked about it ng Survivor Series. And hell in a cell. And we're doing it again for TLC. So I don't yeah. know what it's, it's going to take for WWE to learn their lesson. Kasi the, the match fatigue is definitely one of the reasons why they're suffering ratings-wise. Yeah, you know, it's true. It, we are pretty tired of having the same big matches twice in one night. But it's necessary, I guess. I guess it's super necessary when you have um, gimmick pay-per-views such as this. The only solution, really, that I see is to get rid of the gimmick pay-per-views. The only gimmick pay-per-views that should be in it, it that should be a thing, are the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, and fine, Survivor Series. Everything else, okay, War Games, TakeOver War Games had two War Games matches because it literally was the War Games show. But if it weren't, uh, if it weren't called the War Game Show, we could have had just one, and you know it wouldn't have been a big deal. 
So that's really what I'm seeing here. Uh, if you want to get rid of this, if you want to get rid of this fatigue, if you want to ease this fatigue, just get rid of this gimmick stuff and it, give it, us our old sorry. pay-per-views again. Sorry, go, Chino. Okay, it doesn't make the match special. Remember when Hell in a Cell was first a thing? Yeah. Hell in a Cell was just one match in like however, however many months, right? After that very first, year, say. Like right? every other yeah. year. Exactly. Right? After that very first Hell in a Cell when Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, how long did it take until the next one happened? A whole year, if I'm not mistaken. So now we have a Hell in a Cell at least twice, twice a year. But it's not special anymore. It, 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 these matches are being treated like Keith Lee. I'm sorry if we keep coming back to it, but it's not special anymore. It's not, it's not, it doesn't captivate you as much. TLC is exactly the same way. I remember the very first TLC with, with all three tag teams. That was special, but now it's lost its magic, it's, it's lost its flavor. And now whenever you see something pop up, they say, ah, okay. So that, that's why people feel tired when they see it. Because they've seen it 10 other times unnecessarily before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's although hardworking. They haven't earned your stipulations. Yeah. Well, some of them have. Like um, Kevin Owens. Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell for sure they earned that. Uh, I think Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns earned TLC more than AJ Styles and, uh, and Drew McIntyre. So yeah, I think they can I, make I it work. I think they can make it work. It's on them to make the matches watchable, but from a from the paper standpoint, talagang pagod na tayo. Yeah, pagod na tayo as with uh, a lot of other things, both in the country and in the world. A. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, get to predicting TLC. Let's start from the bottom and talk about the tag team championships. The Raw tag team titles are on the line. The New Day versus the Hurt Business. I think medyo kagaguhan na kung natalo pa ulit yung Hurt Business dito. God, oh my God! Like I, 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 I want to say that I was really looking forward to New Day versus Hurt Business because all of these guys are hashtag Black Excellence, and they're all good, and I want to see the Hurt Business uh, succeed. But oh my God, have they done the Hurt Business so dirty over the past few weeks? Yeah, like, I, I don't know if it's the intention, but I don't want to. Like I'm not cheering for Hurt Business the way I used to. But I really do want to see them win. It's, it, they deserve it, especially for a young, upcoming stable. Uh, I also hope that the thing with Cedric Alexander that they're doing is just them establishing a personality quirk with him and not using a breakup. I not why Cedric Alexander is becoming all braggadocio. He's separate Hurt Business. If it's just them establishing that he can be a hothead like uh, Hiromu or some shit, uh, as long as they don't actually go go so far as to break them up. Yeah, the, the last thing they need is another tag team breakup. Please, God, no more. <laughs> How many more yeah. tag need to break up? They've been pushing them to the moon this entire time. And so for them to break it up... It's just so counterintuitive. But at uh, the same time, yeah, go, go. Uh, at the same time, I really want the hurt business to walk away as champions mm-hmm. because they need it more. They just need it more to just legitimize themselves as really the top stable. Well, to have both the both to have all the mid card titles with them. Yeah, and then maybe hopefully one of them starts challenging Drew by Royal Rumble or the pay per view after that. 
ito, ito lang, last thing um, that I wanna nitpick on the Hurt Business. Um, whoever was writing that segment na backstage sila and they're in their suits, napakatanga to not tell Bobby Lashley to step away when he was pouring down milk dun sa crew member. <laughs> Sayang yung suit ni Bobby Lashley. It was a really good-looking three-piece suit. And he had to ruin it by pouring milk on himself. In a way, medyo nakakatanga din si Lashley. Parang, bro, di mo ba alam na pag tinapon mo yan, matatamaan ka rin. Okay ka lang. <laughs> Yeah. I, am fan, I am a fan of their suit game. Lalo si MVP and Cedric. They have really good suits. Sobra, yeah. sobra. So nasayangan ako with the, with the Lashley suit. Sobrang uh, tanga lang talaga nung mga nag-book ng segment na, na, na yun. Okay, uh, next match on the card, you've got the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Ano, the Sasha lose na, na agad to Carmella right here? I think I'd be okay with it. They're kind of building toward it. Uh, we'll have to see on what happens this Friday on SmackDown. But I think Carmella becomes toothless if she loses uh, this match. So parang, okay, I'm okay with Sasha being the conquering champion as a face. But uh, she's had her moment. Uh, she's defended it once successfully. <laughs> so mm, I'll finally. be okay with Carmella, Carmella taking it from her. I feel like Make point zero, but I also still want to see Sasha retain. Um, a lot of things yeah. more than more than what Rose said are pointing to a drop because see, Sasha has been very vocal about taking a break and pursuing a Hollywood career. I don't know if it's the time, the right time to do so, but if it does happen, then all the best to her. Uh, I'm gonna break the tie here, and I'll probably predict that Carmelo wins because. Mas compelling talaga si, si Sasha as a champ as, as a challenger na nagahabol especially now that babyface siya. So kahit sabi mo medyo mas maangas sa siya ngayon, parang she'll get boring eventually and we'll probably complain about her the way we're already complaining about Drew McIntyre. So um, I'm going to say Carmella wins and takes the title from her. All right, uh, another match um, on the women's side, you've got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and TBD. So we already mentioned that Lana has been um, taken off TV for the rest of the calendar year. And rumor and innuendo says that Charlotte Flair is the returning um, superstar. She's magiging partner ni Asuka. Yeah, um, if it's Charlotte, uh, then I want them to win. But if anyone else, I want the champs to retain. That's it. What if it's Eva or Marie? <laughs> Versus Yeah, I mentioned that because it's apparently one of the names being thrown out there. And I mean, Jesus Christ, why? <laughs> nobody asked for her to come back, okay? Hey, nobody oh, asked for Jackson Riker. Nobody <laughs> asked for Retribution. That is true. We know, apparently, we don't get need to ask because they just give it to us anyway. But I feel like if it was Charlotte Flair, they lose because Asuka needs a challenger for her title. Nobody's actually been challenging her for the Raw title. That's actually true. So, I don't know why. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like the perfect person for that would be Charlotte. What if Asuka and Charlotte win and then this sets up their WrestleMania feud? What the? John Cena, Shawn Michaels, in 2007. So this could yeah, happen. Uh, that could be a thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, Plus, you have, the, you have the compelling arc of a rematch, right? Na Asuka never got to beat Charlotte at WrestleMania. Charlotte snapped Asuka's undefeated streak. So there, there's that story. It writes itself. With, as far as recent um, timelines are concerned, and track record are concerned, they're more likely to break a tag team up than to keep them together. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, 
that's the point. That's the point. Uh, they're they're going to make them win the titles and eventually make them break up by pitting them against each other already. Okay, fair. Uh, okay, fair. Then I see your point. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. that's the prediction here on the podcast. So we've got the other half of the card to predict. Before we do that, though, let's tell you about another way you can help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. This time, it is through Shopee. And we have, what, um, about a little over a week before Christmas Day. So you can online shopping mo sa Shopee. You can uh, help us out in the process as well by clicking on our affiliate link. So let's spell that out for you. It is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. Make sure you check it out on the app or on the website. And every checkout and every item that gets delivered to you goes a long way towards keeping the lights on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and on Podcast Network Asia. Now we're going to get to the second half of our TLC predictions. But before that, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, everyone. I'm Edric. And this is Joy. Please do check out Family Family Unboxed. Unboxed. Join us as we talk about the fun stuff, the highs, but also the challenges and the controversial stuff as we try to change the world one family at a time. Only here on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to some shout-outs. Saying what's up to Bruce, who says he made his Shopee purchases already using you Wrestling Wrestling Podcast link. Hey, Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, Saying hi to Jackie as well, who is liking new fantasy booking scenario Natin featuring Asuka and Charlotte all the way till WrestleMania. Uh, Lance is also joining us. Admin Angela chiming in. How about on Kumu Chino? Right. A lot of people are sending love our way. It's our Christmas party on Kumu. Abby. Sent us one Goldilocks and a Lechon to go with yes. that Goldilocks. Thank you, Abby. Si Kyle nagpadala ulit ng halo-halo. For as comments are concerned, sabi ni Abby, she felt what I felt when I said, Jesus Christ, why Eva Marie? <laughs> 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 the thing she related to the most in that tirade. Hey. Also saying what's up to Julianne, to 1023, who says Carmela contra Vida kay Sasha. So we know how she feels about that whole rivalry. Also, say what's up to Kyle who says Armageddon Hell in a Cell was fire. So, yun lang yung mga people on Kung. All right. Uh, we mentioned nga, diba, na there's a pay per view and we're predicting that. But if you want to watch TLC with us on Monday, we've actually got a viewing party happening on our Patreon. So um, if, if you'd like to support the Wrestling Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast and be part of this uh, nice little Patreon community we've built, Go check out patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. So for as low as 250 pesos, you get to be part of our watch parties where you got mga big shows like uh, TLC or War Games or even uh, Wrestle Kingdom at the start of 2021. So we're going to be having you mga watch parties for that. And we've also got some sweet merch that we're dropping for our patrons, including the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face mask. After all, <laughs> mukhang matagal pa naman bago tayo magkaroon ng immunity at bakuna. So, magparami na rin tayo ng face masks sa, sa collection natin, di ba? Also, our face masks are pretty badass, guys. Hey. Very much worth the subscription. So, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if, you, if, if you subscribe only for the face mask, Sulit na bayad yun. <laughs> Sulit yun. Sulit bayad siya. Yeah, nakita namin yung studies. Maganda naman yung ano. Maganda naman yung design. Yeah. So, like super it. proud like of that. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, let's predict the latter half of the TLC card starting with The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Okay, I, I have thoughts on yung Firefly Funhouse field trip sa Thunderdome. Nung una, it wasn't anything new. Pero sobrang naging jarring siya 
when Bray Wyatt started walking around backstage and interacted with Riddle and R-Truth and then yung puppets were also interacting with the other wrestlers. For me, it kind of took you mystique away from the Firefly Funhouse because they're not as dark. Like, they just became ordinary props and ordinary characters like every 24-7 challenger out there. And that was the one thing I didn't like about the entire Bray Wyatt arc on Raw this week. I, oh, I, just wanted, actually, I just wanted the fiend to sorry, sorry, Gina. I just wanted the fiend to show up and beat up Randy Orton, which she did. Which he did. And mm-hmm. yeah, which I'm I was okay now with that. I am actually gonna say uh something contrary to what Stan said, and I actually liked it that they showed up in the real world because they're I feel like they're doubling down on the subversiveness of the Firefly Funhouse. Remember when it all started, it was just a it was just an uppercut to our systems, the parang Hindi natin expect na ganito yung treatment nila with Bray Wyatt. And so now that they're actually bringing him into the fold of the real world, it's a crossover that nobody, none of us actually expected to happen. Nalalabas na lang biglas likod si Rambling Rabbit and, and such. Because it's still it's still very bizarre to see a, a puppet rabbit in the background. It's still not very normal to me. So I don't, I don't really feel like it's lost its magic still. Para sa akin, mas enjoy ko lang kasi Firefly Funhouse when it's a self-contained thing. Kasi it's in, it, it exists in a vacuum, diba? It's its own little right. universe. And kung sino man yung minalas na inaaway ni Bray Wyatt for this month, siya yung suck in, and then when that feels over, they get spit back out. So, I don't know, um, mas nagustuhan ko yung pagka-self-contained niya as a universe as opposed to them interacting with yung, these random characters na I, I don't think Bray Wyatt will waste his time on our truth Diba? Let's be real here. That, yeah, that's never gonna happen. So parang, but mo pag-aaksaya ng panahon yung, yung character na yun when all it's gonna do is devalue yung mystique that you've already meticulously built up over more than a year. That's where I'm coming from. Alright. Okay. So, so sige, predictions tayo. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. I predict the Fiend to go over here. Uh, yeah, I just want Bray to win. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to, uh, it's hard to beat the Fiend then. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not unless you're Goldberg. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Which yeah, happened? Year, which happened this year? Let's remind everybody that that was a 2020 moment. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, speaking of the Fiend and Goldberg Universal Championship match, this is a TLC match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. I think pretty obvious that Roman Reigns is going to win this one. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, parang, why would you throw that away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, since Go- especially since Goldberg is still calling out Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> hey, I, uh, we got to mention how, uh, how, how good that backstage segment was on SmackDown when Roman Reigns um, ambushed Kevin Owens. That was so creepy niya with the way that he addressed Kevin Owens' family. Even the way that he said, I'm Roman Reigns. You know who I am? I'm the head of the table. I'm the guy that puts food on the table. I'm your tribal chief. And if you don't convince your husband, your daddy, uh, or knock some sense into him, I'm the one who'll take the food off the table. Now, when you think about it, any boss can actually say something like that to your parents, kung namamasukan yung parents mo. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. Um, as I said, or as uh, uh, Ricky said, the heel Roman Reigns is the the gift that keeps on giving this year. So I that is the Christmas gift 
that I'm most thankful for because he might take <laughs> away the food from my table. <laughs> like a few weeks ago, he was being interviewed by Kayla. <laughs> he not only calls Kayla's question stupid, but he almost calls her stupid as well. <laughs> he, goes, he, he questions her entire career just because he, she asked a stupid question. It was so good because he's such a douchebag. <laughs> so it was just the most entertaining thing to see. But However, I am in agreement with all of you when you say that Kevin Owens is not going to win the title. It's going to be one hell of a story, though. It's still going to be one of those story batches that we see because both guys are very good storytellers. So I'm actually excited for this one, even if it is one of 100 DLC batches for the night. Sige, predict natin. Um, after Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan na ba yung next challenger ni Roman? Yeah, I think so. Uh, if Bryan is still feuding with Jey Uso a little bit on the side, then I think it is time then. Yeah. I, I feel like by Rumble time, we're going to see a Roman versus Daniel Bryan. All right. Now, the last match we're predicting for TLC is Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles in Shocker, a TLC match for the WWE Championship. Okay, um, ah. my prediction for this one is that Drew wins, but Miz cashes in. So I wrote this on Smart Henry this week. There's no way Actually, that the Miz doesn't yeah. get involved in the finish. Yeah, they've, they've been hyping it up so much now. To not use him would be weird. Either yeah. he gets cashed, or either he cashes in on TLC or on Raw after. But it, it has to be now, I think. I think in question lang is if Sheamus will get involved. Now, will Sheamus screw Drew over or will he try to save Drew? Tapos papalpak pala si Sheamus and that's how Miz eventually scampers away with the WWE Championship. In y- yung question mark para sa akin. Pero Miz getting involved is is a certainty for me. Uh, that's a good question too. I totally forgot about Sheamus there. I said they took him out on Raw this Monday. So it's likely that he could chase him away. It's also likely that he could turn on Drew. I do want to see the Miz. I, I what I think what I really want to see here is a new champion. So either that's AJ or that's Miz. Give us someone new right now. Uh, I wouldn't be bad at if Drew loses the title. Honestly, like whoever it is, yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't be bad at it. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Those are our TLC predictions. Leave your comments in the chat. Kung ano sa tingin yung mangyayari. Um, if you think it's just straight up Drew AJ or may um may mga chowariwap na lalabas or may kababalaghan bigla si Miz or si Sheamus, right? Like Admin Angelo. Um, he suggest uh, suggesting Drew versus Sheamus for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Um, pwede, di ba? Di natin alam. Kasi may rumors pa rin na Edge Randy Orton pa rin yung ultimate endgame nila for the title match at WrestleMania. So, um, pa naman for for us to really uh, make a definite prediction, so we still don't know. But let us know in the comments what you think at wrestling wrestling uh, pod on Kumu at wrestling two X pod on Twitter. All right, any other news bits that we missed out on? Um, I, I guess aside from mga ROH guys na nag positive for COVID, I think that's it, man. Uh, that's it. Uh, we're also running just, out of time. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that some other time. All right, yeah, we're approaching the one-hour mark. Not in a month, our producers are telling us to wrap it up. Uh, let's get to our picks of the week. And if you're new to the podcast, this is the must-see match or segment or promo that you know uh, you have to make time for this week. I'm going to start with mine, and that is the um, one of the main events on NXT this week. Actually, Sabini Land Storm. The entire card this week is takeover worthy, and I actually agree. But if I had to pick one match, 
it to be Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne. And we've seen this match basically three times already if we count war games. But grab it. They keep finding a way to get me hooked. I love how um, sobrang ganda lang ng chemistry nila in the ring. And it's a great way to keep Kyle O'Reilly hot as he heads into New Year's Evil to take on Finn Balor. I'm so hyped. I'm all in on number one contender Kyle O'Reilly. Actually, what it done to win that match just to... Just for something different, but yeah, I guess okay. they have money to make. Yeah. Go, go, Tino, go on. Okay, my pick of the week is from last week's NXT UK. First thing, they confirmed that the Heritage Cup Championship is a thing that they will regularly defend on the show because, uh, and it's that they will be defending the championship in British, British rounds matches all the time. So uh, they get to keep the one thing that makes NXT UK British. And they bring back people like Tyler Bate uh, to, ch- to challenge for it in the process. So uh, my pick of the week is uh, A-Kid versus Tyler Bate for the championship. Really good stuff. You should go watch it. So does that mean that NXT India may put Javi prison match? potential potential match was bad. It was just, it's just it was, it was just that great Kali was in it. That's why it was bad. <laughs> I want to see that big ass climb those bamboo cages. Uh-huh. The Punjabi Cup. All right. Uh, my pick of the week go, this week goes out to the only match all of you need to see for the entire year, essentially. It came out on the internet. I saw it on Xavier Woods' Twitter. It was so good that Kenny Omega tweeted Xavier Woods himself. Guys, it's 2020 versus the entire WWE roster, literally. So what they did was they animated the year, the numbers, 2020, and made it look like one of those ooze monsters from like a medicine commercial. I mean, when, <laughs> oh, I mean, when, when you watch like a news app commercial, so I don't mean to drop brands here, but when you watch one of those medicine commercials, the virus looks like some ooze monster. Imagine uh, the numbers 2020 look like that. And imagine every single wrestler on the WWE roster Get their finishers on him. <laughs> I will retweet it on the Twitter. Para makita na lahat. Tapos, si, si Drew McIntyre, who we've said is starting to be corny, actually cut the promo on 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if that isn't jumping the shark, I don't know what is. Okay? The whole video, the whole video ends when the year 2021, who looks like Buzz Lightyear for some reason, comes out and puts the finishing touches on 2020. So, sana, sana parat yung 2021 just so this video looks stupid. Wow. That's so petty of you. Napaka-selfish mo rin eh, no? You're subjecting us to more torture just so you, <laughs> you want this video. Time, sir, <laughs> people died. Para lang magbuwag tayo ng video na to. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Hindi pa siya official, so, ano? Something, something? Or it's official someone... WWE. Michael Cole, Michael Cole closes the video by saying Happy New Year to everybody. It's just, <laughs> why did you have to do that, guys? Come on. So much. <laughs> on the real, we don't want 2021 to suck. No, I, no, for yeah. one, no, want 2021 no. to be much better no. for everybody because people yes, died yes, 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 and yes. we all lost money. So, yeah. Sure. Okay. Before we get out of here, uh, let's tell you about some other stuff going on in the podcast network Asia. Uh, for starters, 
You've got Podcast United. It is one of our initiatives dito sa PNA. Siyempre, magpapasko na and maraming nasalantaan ng bagyo. Diba? Quinta, Rolly, Ulysses, lahat yun sabay-sabay nangyari. So, um, just because tapos in November doesn't mean that the rehab efforts have ended. So, you can still donate by going to pymy.co slash PNA for Typhoon. So, that is uh, flashing on your screens right now. But for our listeners on Spotify, uh, you can go once again to pymy.co slash the letters PNA, then the number four, then the word Typhoon. Select how much you want to donate, click buy it now, and then you can pay through your credit card or debit card or using your PayMaya wallet. And it is available for both local and foreign transactions. So Meridin coming QR code that PayMaya has um, provided. We're going to be flashing it right now, um, courtesy of Babyface producer Nikai. In case you want to copy the QR code, scan it, and uh, donate. Yung proceeds actually will be going to Yung Kaya Natin Movement, which has been working really hard alongside the OVP. And uh, that's one of Podcast Network Asia's partners. So um, again, it's in QR code nat, and you can scan it right now. And this is for the rehab efforts, which are still ongoing. Yes, kahit magpapasko, they're still ongoing. Dahil hindi, hindi naman siya natapos just because natapos yung November. Another thing we got to plug is our official Mr. Speedy code. So kung may magpapadala pa ng, mga, ng, ng food or ng gifts to your loved ones, yung mga jowa nyo, kung papadala kayo ng I, I care package. Used, I actually just used it uh, earlier. So yeah. that was for my own Mr. Speedy thing. Uh, no, I Yo. used the code. No, I used the code of the Resting Resting podcast for my shirt pen. Kanina umaga. So it actually... It's actually a real thing, guys. I don't know yeah, why it, it works. It, it, it does work. It does work. I don't know why I said that. Wait, <laughs> I, I am friends with the guy behind Mr. Speedy. I just found out that he is oh, somebody wow. that our friend Anthony Coelho and I were part of an org with in college. We went to college with this guy. So oh, wow. um, I'm, I'm not about to take a dump on Mr. Speedy anyway. No, I'm not taking a dump. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it it really is, works. Uh, wala kami mis- di, di Mr. Speedy dito sa Laguna. So that is my problem. Yeah, I, I tried to use the code, but I could not find a rider. But if you want to use the code, and if you're in Metro Manila or Cebu or nearby provinces, uh, it's wrestling wrestling x Mr. Speedy, fifty pesos off yen your first uh, Mr. Speedy delivery, and it's as best uh, as as good of a deal as you can ask for. Because the five pesos per kilometer rate is really cheaper compared to you know your your other couriers. So um, big shout out to Mr. Speedy. Big it's shout cheapest, out to Mr. Speedy. Yeah, cheapest out of all the options, especially since you guys want to avoid physical contact still. Diba? Mm-hmm. What better way to do that than with our friends from Mr. Speedy? Tapos tip yun rin yung mga riders niyo, diba? Since magpapadeliver tayo um, over yeah. the holidays, um, let's be extra nice to yung mga service personnel. Kung lalabas kayo, please be nice. Kung magpapadeliver kayo, let's tip everybody a little bit extra because um, times are extra hard right now and we could all use that. So please yeah. be kind. Yeah, yeah, don't be a carrot, guys. Don't be a carrot. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to some plugs. Uh, our other solo projects. Nah, my bad. I wasn't able to get to last week. So, Chino, why don't we start off with yours? All right. A new episode of Class Clown is coming out tomorrow, and it's about fitness. Uh, it's different wow. because this time <laughs> I actually work out. I actually started wow. working out now. And so I talked to two, two trainers, two movement coaches, from the movement, uh, the movement studio in Makati, Hannah Makati of Magic eighty nine point nine. Oh, nice, and nice. And Ida Paras, who founded the movement studio. So we get to talk about fitness. I'm also joined by Doctor Ramon here, who is easily the fittest comedian we have on the roster, and he's like sixty five. So that says a lot about what comedy Manila is, what shape we are all in. We're all very unhealthy in comedy Manila, but. 
it's a good episode, so please listen. It's out tomorrow. All right. How about you, Ro? Uh, same but in Twitch. Uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shang underscore daddy. Uh, we're doing Dungeons and Dragons over the weekend before Christmas. Uh, still trying to figure out what else I'm going to stream. Haven't uh, haven't had time for multiplayer games lately. And always please read uh, smarthenry.com. We will be coming out with year-end stuff at the year's end. So if you were waiting for our uh, 2020 reviews, because we don't have 31 Days of Wrestling right now, we will change all of that and look at the major promotions uh, at the end of the year. So, so Kyle Dao is saying Cyberpunk 2077. Well... <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to stream it right now, but I am open to changing my mind on that. All right. Um, as I get to my plugs, you can probably hear the church bells in my background because I am twenty steps, literally twenty steps away from a church. <laughs> at nagsisimbang sila. So, yeah, um, anticipated Simbangabe is is real. Anyway, uh, let me plug my podcast on deck for you guys who love the radio industry. So, yung episode ko last week nandito na plug. Features Sexy Megan from Yes The Best 101.1. And, well, uh, she does fit the bill. She really is sexy. And she's also really, really insightful. Marami siyang kwento na uh, super na-enjoy ko yung point of view niya on being in the massa format. And she's right around our age as well. So she's super relatable. And um, she also breaks that that misconception na porket masa DJ ka, you can't sound konyo. Because she actually does sound konyo. And it's pretty entertaining hearing her speak. Um, and then this week's episode, which just dropped mga four hours ago or five hours ago, thanks to Babyface producer Nikai, features our friend Debbie Ten, my current radio partner on Wave. And uh, this was a very raw and powerful interview where she really opens up about the bullying and the drama that she went through. Uh, she doesn't name drop anyone. I'm going to uh, spoil that already. But I'm um, hearing her stories firsthand. Uh, really illustrates the crap that she had to put up with and how uh, tough it was to move out of that negative space. So yeah, check that out. It's on Spotify and wherever else you get your major podcasts. Um, one last thing, if you want uh, another Christmas gift idea, uh, go, go book us on shoutout.com, S-H-A-W-T-O-U-T.com. Um, si Santa actually sent us a personalized shoutout, so that uh-huh. really made me grow smile um, over the weekend. And if you want your personalized shout-outs, you can book that over on the website or on Lazada. You can look for a shout-out, S-H-A-W-T-O-U-T, on Lazada. Right, that takes care of everything. Uh, Chino? Can I just say that buying a greeting from Santa kind of cheapens the whole naughty and nice list? Because <laughs> you don't earn it anymore. You bribe your way onto the list. It means nothing now. The, the, the idea is that someone buys it for you. So, oh, yung someone na yun, yung someone na yun, among the judge, kung naughty or nice ka. Yeah. So, silang, silang ano, may, 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 ano pa rin, may scoring system pa rin, kahit pa paano. Oh, tsaka sabi naman ng WHO, di ba, si Santa immune yan from COVID. So, dapat may, ano pa rin, may presence pa rin ni Santa, di ba? <laughs> All right. Um, thank you very much to Babyface producer Nikai and Babyface producer Sola for putting all of this together and to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for uh, keeping our podcasts alive and relevant, pandemic or no pandemic. And thank you to everybody uh, who's been streaming our podcast on Kumu, on Facebook, yung mga nagpapadala ng gifts. Thank you to everybody um, since last live stream natin to for 2020, I just want to say now you guys were the game changers talaga because we never thought we could pull it off. We never thought we could continue and be consistent sa pag-stream. And you guys let us know na it's sustainable, kaya natin gawin. So we're doing this because of you and thanks to you. So thank you, everybody. 
Thank you. Maraming salamat Thank you, guys. for all the love and for hanging out with us every week. Uh, we are happy to be part of your wrestling diet because, siempre, we all want a space to talk about the thing we love the most. Yeah, yes. uh, we've become each other's support group. So, sana by 2021, ganun pa rin, walang magbabago. So, um, we're going to do this again come January, our first live stream of the year. We're probably going to be sorting out our feelings coming out of NJPW's Wrestle Kingdom. Diba? Two nights uh, pamandin. And if you want to be part of the viewing party, hit us up, patreon.com slash wrestling, wrestling podcast. And yung year-end specials namin including the TLC review, Wrestle Kingdom predictions, and the year-end awards. That's coming out in the next few weeks on the audio-only versions on Spotify. So with all of that out of the way, thank you very much again to everybody. Please stay safe. Keep wearing those masks. Stay healthy. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, you filthy animals. On behalf Happy of Ro Moran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C, and we are out of here. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.